MSW Media. Welcome to Teacher Quit Talk. I'm Miss Redacted. And I'm Mrs. Frazzled. Every week we explore the teacher exodus to find out what, if anything, could get these educators back in the classroom. We've all had our moments where we thought, what the hell am I doing here? From burnout to bureaucracy to soul-sucking stressors and creative dead ends. From recognizing when it was time to go to navigating feelings of guilt and regret afterwards, we're here to cut out the gaslighting and get real about what it means to leave teaching. We've got insights from former teachers from all over the country who have seen it all. So get ready to be disturbed. Join us on Teacher Quit talk to laugh through the pain of the U.S. education system. We'll see you there. Hi, I'm Frances Callier. And I'm Angela V. Shelton. We are Frangela and welcome to... I am really proud. I am really honored. He's a jackass. Stop it. Get off it, Donald. Hey, what happened? Stupid is, stupid does, sir. You blow it! You idiot! Idiot of the week! Week, 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 week! This is our explanation of the stupid and our attempt to stop them. That's we right. Thank you. Dead in their stupid tracks. We thank you for listening to us on the Sexy Liberal Podcast Network and on MSW Media. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Please make sure you're subscribed to this podcast so you don't miss a single one and so that we can get the credit for it. <laughs> We've got exciting news. We've got shows, shows, shows. We have a show at Flappers. Go to flappers.com. It's going to be on July 21st. So check the calendars there. It's here in LA. Here in Los Angeles. Then we also have a show on August 12th at the Ledge Theater. The Ledge Theater is a Black-owned theater. So you'll be watching Black theater in a black theater in Hollywood supporting doing amazing things go to the ledgetheater.com to pick up tickets we are also doing an amazing show in Kauai I can't wait Angela I know right I've never been I'm very excited that's uh September 10th so if you're in the Kauai area you should totally drop by hang 10 with us and then you can come and see the mother of all shows in chicago on september 22nd with the sexy liberals that's hal sparks mama john fugel saying and us and we are going to blow the roof off so get your tickets go to sexyliberal.com get your tickets we also want to say thank you to those of you who are Patreon subscribers for supporting this podcast and directly supporting two Black women who really, really needed your help. Mm-hmm. And if you can right now, we totally appreciate every patron. Um, if you can't, we totally get it. Um, and, but then we ask that you just, you know, maybe retweet things, tell people about the podcast, try to get some more people to listen because that helps us get ads. Mm-hmm. And that helps us also. Um, and we really appreciate it. And here's the thing. If you become a Patreon subscriber, you get three micro idiots a week and let me tell you something about micro idiots what they don't tell you on the package all right Right. is that this is the most amazing self-care that you can get into your earbuds i've heard that they are there are doctors who are prescribing it i've heard that Mm-hmm. So I'm just saying. And also, if you want a special video from us, maybe to give a gift to somebody to say happy birthday or pep talk or for you or happy anniversary, go to cameo.com and look for Frangela and we can do give you a video. 
And we want to remind you, you can catch us on every Friday in the third hour of the Stephanie Miller Show for the Black Power Hour. And what happens, Angela? It's a, it's just a cascading experience of black. <sighs> it's so black. It's so Stephanie Mills. Stephanie Miller Mills. <laughs> it's so amazing. So please join us. Please but I don't want to. I don't want to waste another minute getting to fighting the stupid because they don't quit. No, they don't. We have, you know what? Let me tell you something. There is a person behind the scenes that tirelessly works on the behalf of the smart to defend against the stupid. And that is our producer, Laura. And Laura, she does the work. She does the work. She doesn't ask for anything. Nope. Nope, she also does give, and we are so grateful for her. Today's first idiot comes from Laura. Comes from the amazing Laura. Tired of buying new shoes, man gets a pair tattooed on his feet. Lord have mercy. Not only does Laura know us, Laura knows the student. Um... Francis, I um this 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 made my head really hurt. Yeah. It made my head really really hurt yeah. for for so many reasons. Mm. Now, here's the thing. I all I first of all I understand reporters should report, right? Yeah. And it, you will hear me. I get frustrated when they make jokes or when they you know draw conclusions that they that aren't clear or that aren't really there, but. I have a hard time with the, with the just blanket acceptance of a man who got tired of paying for new shoes to replace the worn out ones, got them tattooed onto his feet. I feel like accepting that explanation <laughs> may be a violation of your duties as a journalist. Really? Really? Well, for me, accepting that answer as a human is your violation as a human. Yes, I would agree. Because that's some bullshit. Mr. Gunther. Dean Gunther. Yep. He's from South Africa, but I guess lives in Manchester. He revealed in an Instagram post that uh, a customer of his wanted the design of his beloved Nike trainers inked onto him. Mm-hmm. He said, quote, he was tired of paying for shoes every few months, so he got his favorite Nike shit shoes tattooed on for life. <laughs> this is where I have to go. How this will, this will show you how dumb this is. The video has close to 972 likes. Yeah. Yeah. I think and I, I can't read. What is that? Views. Um, to, wants to one lock views. It's uh, I don't know what the locks are. I forget. I forget what locks are. What number, uh, that's not a lot in my opinion yeah, right. 972 likes is not a lot it's not enough if you a like junkie and you right. get both of your feet tattooed and for those of you who maybe have forgotten or aren't thinking of it yet understand what is the process of tattooing it is driving a needle into your skin onto so here's the thing when, when generally when you're getting a tattoo they suggest the fleshy area your foot mm-hmm. is all bones. That's all your metatarsals. Mm-hmm. That's and all so bone. Bony is hurts more, right? Because you're just yes. stabbing yourself repeatedly. And, and it doesn't like spread. Like you have to do a lot yes. to get a filled in area. And it bleeds. 
and scabs and it's painful. It is not without pain. It is not some. And so I want you to ask yourself, how smart, how brilliant is it to tattoo both of your feet? Meaning I would imagine walking would be, if not impossible, incredibly painful. That's right. And in fact, would interfere with the healing. Right. All I can imagine is like most tattoos, a lot of tattoos, it had to be, it had to have been done in stages. I hope. I, I, I mean, it doesn't sound like it because he says the piece took Mr. Gunther around two hours to draw and another eight hours to tattoo onto both feet. That doesn't sound like they took stages. <laughs> this don't feel like stage to me it feels like they sat down for a day's work of doing something stupid and people there are people who say say make jokes whatever but some one person that this is the fence where i got bad one person wrote wow brave man both feet ain't nothing brave about this this is not bravery hello this is stupidity and on top of which i am desperately hoping that nike sues him for trademark violation i am hoping 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 you know what? You know what? You know what? I want to be the person at Nike who goes, ding dong. Hey, we're here to collect our property, which is your feet. I'm saying it, Francis. If we want the stupid to stop, there have to start to be consequences for the stupidity. And this <laughs> seems like a really good test case. Next up, we got this from a bunch of people from oh, B right. Roads. Grego, Salvatore A, Parse or Parquet. How do you know? Do we know how to say? I think maybe Parse. I think you're Parse right. L. Please forgive us if that's wrong. And Donna Z. Thank you, Donna. Okay. 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 A man survived an alligator attack on the Gulf Coast of Florida after he mistook a seven-foot-long reptile for a dog. Okay. Now, okay. okay, okay. I don't know what kind of dogs he been seeing in his life. I don't know where he been in his life where dogs are seven feet. Cause I live in West Hollywood and all the dogs are six inches. <laughs> okay, seven feet. He seemed to think that that there was a dog that had a very long and I'm assuming thick <laughs> leash that also happened to have feet. I like. I don't. This explanation, and I need you to understand this person, because when I read this, I was like, I need to know. Uh, my first thought was, are we still, whatever happened, remember that you pulled a string and it would go, it was a little circle and the circle would go around and would stop on an animal and it'd be like, you know, the farmer's duck goes quack, quack, oh, quack. I love those. I like love that. those. Do they not have those anymore? Like, do <laughs> they, is there no, are we not going over what animals are what anymore? Because I but then I look so. and I find out this man is 49 years old. Yep. This ain't a child. This ain't even a youngin. This nope. is a middle-aged person. This says, the, this is how I love the, that they wrote it. The confrontation <laughs> unfolded at about 12.34 a.m. Which is about right, I'm going to say, for this, for this garbage. Near the Warm Mineral Springs Motel. Motel in Northport, okay? I'm gonna tell you something, whenever motels in the story, it's just bad for everyone. And Mineral Springs means that that was a lot of people cooking. 
uh, in the same pot. Mm -hmm. The man was on a pathway near the motel and, quote, noticed a dark figure moving along the bushes and believed it was a dog with a long leash, which is why he wasn't hesitant to move out the way. He was like, he got the puppy dog. He got puppy puppy coming. I'm going to say something. If they didn't do a talk screen <laughs> and a breathalyzer, then that's just bad police work. Because I here to, in my mind, even if it's a dog on a leash, there's you should not just walk up to it. Like you no. don't know what's going on. Like you no. stop, you try to get some light on us, look, maybe call for it, maybe. But like it's but the timing of this suggests to me this person, this is not why are you walking along dark paths outside of motels at 12:30 in the morning? Why are you doing that? Number one, what do you think a leash is? Number two. <laughs> Because that sounds like a tail to me. Okay. And their tails, as, in, as far as I can tell, are not even like necessarily like dogs. Like they're thick. They're thick. Yes, 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 yes. So, so anyway. So the alligator. Right, yeah, you go. The alligator wasn't drunk, <laughs> it sounds like, or under any kind of influence. And not that this person was, I'm just assuming. And so the alligator was like, well, this because this is the thing, alligators, like, usually people don't. You know what I mean? They get out of my way. Mm -hmm. But since the man didn't, he was walking straight for him. The alligator bit him in the leg. Mm -hmm. I consider this absolutely okay behavior. Absolutely. And the alligator not only bit him, but was holding on and pulling on his uh, muscle tissue, says the sheriff's statement. He advised and he was attempted, he advised and was attempted to get away at that point and felt the alligator rip a chunk of his muscle tissue off. Now, who oh, advised? What? Who's the advisor? <laughs> That's what I'm saying, girl. Who? Who is the advisor? So he's not alone. <laughs> your, your other girlfriend, just, just walk away. Just walk away. <laughs> just walk away. Advice, advice is just too big a word for this. <laughs> like you don't need to say somebody because that's somebody going. Oh, oh, dude, you got to get. That's an alligator, dude. Yeah. Get away, like advice. Sounds like they went, you know what? Upon reflection and really looking at all the factors and mitigating circumstances, you should get out of the way of this alligator. But I'm going to tell you something. I'm going to tell you something. That is, this is the stuff. It is these moments. It is these articles. It's these types of moments where that guy can turn around and say, the people who were around me told me to rip my leg away and I want to sue them. Is that really? Yeah. Because we have a case that's coming up at, 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 in after the break that is oh, it's bad. It's bad. Is to me in in that area. It's, well, it's worse, though. It's worse. But it is how who do I who can I get money out of for my pain and suffering? Now, he hasn't, to our knowledge, that hasn't happened here. No, I'm but not But what I do know is this was all avoidable by knowing the difference between an alligator and a dog on a leash. <laughs> this is all avoidable. And this is not something that requires anybody with a PhD or nope. access to any kind of special education. This is some simple ass shit. Are we not doing the dog that goes woof, the cow goes moo, any the fuck more? And the, I and just the, and the need to know. goes ah, ah, ah. We'll be right back after these messages. Hello, I'm Jeff Stein 
And I'm Jean Meserve. Together, we host the Spy Talk podcast. Every week, we delve into the worlds of intelligence, foreign policy, military operations, and the intersection of all three in national security issues. Spycraft, cybersecurity, violent extremism, whether at home or abroad, technology's impact on intelligence gathering. We cover it all and much more. We interview former spooks, military officers, government officials, journalists, and national security researchers, leveraging our backgrounds in military intelligence and homeland security, along with our decades of experience as journalists and news organizations like Newsweek, The Washington Post, and CNN. So join us every Thursday for a new episode of Spy Talk, available wherever you get your podcasts. Welcome back. Next up, this is from David G. And Jeff Jeff Y. And Ruth W. Yes. Okay, I don't know if I can say this. Okay, I'll do it. Florida man sustained injuries to his private area after crashing SUV into FedEx truck while receiving oral sex. Okay, it is Florida. It is Florida. Florida. A man whose name, his identity has not been released, and I ask again, why not, Mm -hmm. uh, was driving an SUV in Fort Lauderdale. And he crashed head on into a FedEx truck, apparently distracted by amorous attention from his female passenger, which is such a lovely way of putting it. Listen. It really does take it out of the gutter and into something finer and, you know, romantic even. Right, 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 right. I'm going to say, for those who have done this in the past, in your past, this is dangerous. <laughs> okay. I'm going to say something that is not extraordinary or even remotely interesting. When you are driving, that is literally supposed to be the only thing you're doing. It's not one of the things you're doing. And I know this as a person who's gotten in the first car accident I ever got into. It was the first, within the first, I don't know how many months of me being able to drive and having a car because I was doing three other things. Driving was definitely on the list, but mm-hmm. it wasn't even in the top three. I was doing a music video with my friend. Uh, she was taking the wheel because I was putting on lip gloss. Like I was doing, uh, here's the thing. It really, the expectation in our culture, yeah. and I would say any culture where there are cars, which is most, is that that's the thing you're doing. Right. But you know what? Also, can I just eh, eh, into this? It's always the guy getting a BJ. Because you know what? Because you know what? Nobody can crawl down there while I'm driving. See, I can't even do all that footwork and get somebody in there. You know, if this is this sounds to me like your problem with this is that you can't get any oral sex while you're driving. That to me you. sounds that like you're, where you're coming thank from. Thank you for clarification. I, I, I'm saying I don't think it's I don't think anybody should be getting any friends. Well, all I'm saying is all I'm saying. <laughs> you know what? I, I it's not fair. It's this is what I'm saying is is we are our structures. I'm not suited, and until they figure out how I'm gonna get me some, nobody, nobody gets should. it. I, you know what? I, I don't have a problem with that. I, I feel like 
what I hear what you're saying. I I'm taking it in and I feel like you're being more than reasonable. I really do. I really do. But at the time of the crash, the woman inside the SUV was in fact performing oral sex on the driver. Uh, The driver sustained injuries to his private area due to what was going on at the time of the crash. This is what I object to. You tell me. (laughs) Tell me. I want to know how many stitches. I want to know what exactly happened. I want to know. Don't tantalize me. Right. Don't tell me injuries happened in the area. And well, not tell me what I need to, because if we're going to stop this, we have to show them what the consequences are. And we can't shy away from that responsibility. I was going to say, you know, and I, I, you know I, I don't mean to overstep, but everybody knows no teeth, right? But for me, I'm sitting here going, if you're driving and yeah. you're going at a certain speed, if you don't put that as part of your equation, then you stupid. If you don't put having to potentially stop quickly, going to uh, avoiding something in your equation, then you stupid and you deserve. And when you show up to my hour, thank you, thank you, talking about fix my dick, I'm gonna say, no, but let me take you first. I'm gonna take you to the equation chalkboard and so we, go. We have, we have to learn some things. Learn some things before I put some iodine on your dick, and I'm gonna tell you, okay? Driving <laughs> plus something. I will put an equal sign, and I will throw a line through it. <laughs> okay, does not equal. Does not equal. Happy sex times. Happy dick. It doesn't. It doesn't. It doesn't. It. You're absolutely right. And I feel like when we just go to healing this person, we missed the learning, the <laughs> teachable moment. I'm going to tell you something. The, the chalkboard moment is the healing. That's what I was thinking. Thank you. That is where the teachable moment, like... The th- here's the thing that two other people were hurt because there were people in the FedEx car like they hurt a bunch of people and I'm sorry I I have to say I do not care what happened to your area I don't no, because I don't. you don't know how to treat it you don't respect it you Thank don't know you. how to act right and you don't deserve to have it I'm just saying it, it it's just it's unclear whether anyone would be facing charges I, I really it's mm-hmm. unclear because these people were also naked. See, this is the problem. They're both completely naked too, which is, by the way, unnecessary for this particular activity. Yeah. But they're both like, like these two people, they need to be made examples of. This is the only way we are going to learn. Okay. It is wrong. It is wrong to not publish their names and not make it very clear who these people are. We had that press, that police officer a few weeks ago had a press conference, a like 70 minute press conference about a woman who lost her mind and twerked because she was and knocked over cups and stuff at a McDonald's because she was upset about her order. Yeah. But when this happens, we protect them. Yep. Yep. This has got to stop. No, I've had, no, you immediately get identified. I want your mug shots. I want your names and everybody has to know. <laughs> Next up, this is from Kamala H. Ellen S. Laura F. I don't understand this story. Okay. Geico may have to pay $5.2 million to a woman who got an STD 
in an insured car, okay? Now, and the car was insured by them. And I mean, I went to NPR for this story. I went yeah, because it looks, this is the thing. It's one of these things where, and I bet, was it like the first site that you got it sent from was like a blog or something? Well, right, exactly. So That's this, it's one of these stories that we would do a deeper, yeah, we always look it up again because sometimes this sounds fake. It sounds right. Fake. It sounds incredibly fake, but it seems to not be. It was that NPR, but a Missouri, Missouri, Missouri. Not, again, Sorry. not what I would have guessed, but Missouri says uh, a woman in Missouri says she and a man had, she had sex with a man in his Hyundai Genesis. Would you like to get a tiny car, dude? It. I think that's why they're telling us, right? Like, I'm not <laughs> sure that this is. It's, it's. 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 As we've already pointed out, cars aren't actually built with this in mind. Apparently, uh, she had sex with this man and he infected her with HPV through neglect. Right. Now, I think what that basically means is he did not tell her. Right. That he had had HPV. So she wants his insurance company to cover her medical costs and other damages. Okay. I have to first of all say, normally I'm not into litigation. You know, Mm -hmm. we're way too litigious a society. I think that people bring unnecessary lawsuits all the time to get, you know, because they know that a lot of big companies will just pay some amount of money just to get rid, to not deal with it, period. Right. But there's something brilliant about whoever thought this up. If it was her or the lawyer who went, you know what? We can sue the insurance company because it happened in a car that they insured. So you were injured in a car that they insured. How is that any different from if you hit a curb and you bit your tongue or if you like if anything happened to you in that car in any other situation, you the insurance would have to cover it or you, would, yeah. you could file, you know, you could have a complaint, a complaint if they tried not to. So why would this be different? Right. And I can give you many reasons why it would be different in my mind, but there it's kind of brilliant, I think. The Missouri Court of Appeals is siding with the woman uh, who won a $5.2 million award against Geico in a, in a case that centers on a unique auto injury in this injury claim, right? That Angela just talked about, right? And she says the man was negligent. And didn't, uh, so so a man, uh, this is how they identified them. The woman who's identified in the court papers as M.O. says a man identified as M.B. infected her which with HPV when they had unprotected sex in his 2014 Hyundai, okay? She says the man was negligent and didn't tell her about his health diagnosis despite having a throat cancer tumor that was confirmed to be positive for HPV. Now, if you may remember that we kind of went through this kind of in an embarrassing way with Michael Douglas and Catherine's wife. Yeah. Yeah. And his wife. It's the same thing, right? So uh, the car was covered by Geico at the time. So um, this woman said that the company is obligated to compensate her for contracting HPV from its owner in the vehicle, citing medical expenses and her pain and suffering. Uh, The two signed an arbitration agreement and agreeing to settle the dispute. Roughly two months later, an arbitrator awarded her $5.2 million, saying that the sum would, quote, fairly and justly compensate her, which I agree with. That, that's very fair and compensatory. It's very 
can I time out? Because a lot of women contra- contra- contract HPV. Mm-hmm. And are we saying that, you know, women's pain and suffering is worth $5.2 million when they get it from a man? That's what I want to know. What are we saying? Well, in this situation, what they're saying is not only is that, well, you think that's what, isn't that what Charlie Sheen was in trouble for and getting sued for, for not telling people, revealing that I believe he was HIV positive, perhaps? Yeah. Is that right? Yeah. Well, yeah. I hope I'm not getting that wrong. If I am, I did not mean to be, but he had, he was, and um, years ago, here's the thing car insurance, theoretically, is supposed to have to do with the car. But the reality is, I do think that there are things that get covered that aren't specifically about the running of the car. Like mm-hmm. if you're in the car and you get mugged, you know, or somebody, you know, puts up a gun up to you, the window and is like, give me all your money. I think that, that you know what I mean? There are areas of which just because being in the car. You endangered my life as the driver, you know, as of your the the car, of your penis. penis. Ooh, girl, okay. And, but as the owner and driver of the car, while I was in your car, you endangered my life. It's just because here's the deal. I bet you he doesn't have any money. No. Right? That's what it was. So just sitting there trying to figure out I got these medical bills, I have these conditions, I have this, I have that, I'm pissed. So who who has money in this situation? And somebody went, Well, the car, his car's insured. Yep. And so far, it sounds like it's holding up. I mean, there's still obviously they're challenging it, but um I, I'm intrigued. And since it, that suit, over 100 more docket entries have been made. Okay. Because everybody's going to be like, you know, I got HPV in your your car. (laughs) Okay, let's review. Let's review. Let's review. All right. We had tired of buying new shoes. Man gets a pair tattooed onto his feet. That's real stupid. Very stupid. Then we have the man who um, thought an alligator was a dog. Yes. And then we had the man who sustained injuries to his private area after crashing his SUV into a FedEx truck while receiving oral sex. And then we have the Geico may have to pay $5.2 million to a woman who got an STD on an insured car. Who was the biggest dummy? Okay. I think for me... I know who I want. Who you want? Who? You go. I, I really think I gotta go. I think I gotta go with the tattoo. Me too. I'm with the tattoo. I, that is the biggest idiot too for me. Yeah, because this, this is, is so the thing. Good. It costs money. It's a process. It took time. I you could have backed out at so many different points. And also, it's a trademark. Like. Really think it's dumb. I I was friends with a person who got a VW tattoo on them, and I was yeah. just like, it just there's something grotesque to me about advertising a company on your body. You yeah. know, it 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 really it bothers me. Now that's my judgment. That's and I'm not trying to to say this here, but what I am saying is the idea that here's a tattoo that, quite frankly, you actually have to cover up. Yeah. Like most places, if you go into any kind of business, no shirt, no shoes, no service. Like, what are you, what, what are you doing? If you just love Nike, you could put that swoosh anywhere on your body, on your arm, on your wrist, on your chest, yeah. on your face to show your love of it. But what it isn't becoming, ink does not become shoe. There's no way. Totally, totally. You know what, Angela? That was a time in this country. 
there was a time. There was a time in this country when women were having sex with people in the back, men in, in the backseat of their car, and didn't know that you could get paid for an STD. Okay, there was a time. There, there was, was a time. time in this country that all you got out of sex in a Hyundai was a bad back. <laughs> or a baby. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> that was it. I'm Francis Callier. I'm Angela V. Shelton. We are Frangela. Thank you so much for listening to Idiot of the Week. Week, 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 week. Thank you again, and we love you, Laura. 